0: What's up and welcome to AMA Advertising. My name is Nathan Savage. I am your host and welcome to the first episode. Pretty much I'm going to be answering a variety of questions that I'm seeing online and this is your opportunity if you have anything to ask me. If you have a question, feel free to email me at NathanSavage at gmail.com or you could reach out to me on Instagram, Twitter, regardless. I'm pretty much the only Nathan Savage in the world. So let's go and hop into this. So question number one. Why doesn't social media marketing attract as much clients as face-to-face marketing? This is a great question. Most local businesses are going to have, and especially people who don't have a large budget. So if you aren't spending actively at least $1,000 a month on social media marketing, or as a uh, search engine marketing, anything along those lines, you're going to be asking questions like this. Cause you're going to say, you know, face to face marketing or, you know, going out and meeting people and things like that are helping me the most. Well, the reality is you haven't created a system. You haven't tested anything. You haven't done enough work and put in enough effort to get the success. So a good example of this is whenever I was working I worked as a door-to-door salesperson for a long time in Philadelphia. And one of the things I did was I sold Verizon Fios door-to-door. Now, it took me three weeks to get my first sale. It was a miserable process. And part of that process was me learning the script. It was me learning a variety of things. It was me essentially, what I like to say, gathering data. Like I like to view every human as these soft computers. The process of life as we go on, we gather information, and that allows us to make better decisions, to make more things along those lines. So, the reason why it's likely not making or not working for you, and it's not attracting as much clients, if you're this, if you're having this problem, is because you haven't done enough to build a system. You're gonna have to invest. This is something I tell people: you need to be willing to invest upwards of ten to twenty thousand dollars before you see some real results now you'll see results when you're spending 5k to 2k but if you want to create an actual system that will drive clients and sales re- re- relentlessly and continuously over time you're going to have to put in some serious money and th- and this serious money can- is going to have to be spent over probably a 6 month system so your best by it might be to save some money and then go in all out when you have that money saved up so that's how you're going to create a social marketing mar- social media marketing system that will attract as much clients as you would in a face-to-face system or in a kind of a referral. So the next question comes from another guy and he's asking, how do sales funnels work? Now, if you're somebody that's kind of new to the marketing field, let's say you're kind of, you've been a master at what you do. Let's say you're a personal trainer and you just don't understand what a sales funnel is. So this is actually a really simple answer. All a sales funnel is, is how do you take someone who hasn't heard about you to getting them to purchase? Now, in the sales for personal training, that first initial part could be, hey, you know, I would like to offer you a free training session. Some people will take you up on it. Some people won't. So a general thing you could like to say is, you know, out of all the people you offer that offer to, maybe 20 to 30% will ever take that offer. So you're at a gym, you offer 10 people that, only maybe two or three people will take you up on that. Now, out of all those people, maybe let's say, let's scale this out a little bit. Let's say you said that to a hundred people and you got 30 people to say yes to it. And then out of those 30 people, um, probably only about 10 to 20 will actually show up a smaller percentage of that amount of people will actually show up. And then, uh, a smaller percentage of those people will actually purchase, right? So you see this funnel starting from the top and getting a little bit smaller, just like an upside down pyramid. That's all a sales funnel is. So when you think about a sales funnel is, you know, how do you take someone from beginning to end? And what does it look like in volume terms? That's why it's called a sales funnel. We have to be real. You have to understand reality. Not everybody's going to purchase what you have to say. So if you speak to a hundred people, uh, not a hundred people are going to want what you have to offer. Maybe it's not the right time. Maybe they don't have the money. Those are real things that are happening. So the part of the sales funnel, one of the things I do to help people is, and this isn't a sales pitch, this is just how it is. One of the ways you improve a sales funnel is, you know, Tr- testing a variety of things. So with Facebook ads, just like the previous person mentioned, you know, for their, their sales funnel, it might not be working because of the offer they did. So they're going to be t- testing out a new top of funnel offer. So a top of funnel offer could be social media posts. It could also be a social media offer. So something to gather their email or to get their contact info. You know, that's when the actual sales funnel is. So someone meeting you for the first time who hasn't heard about you, all the way to somebody purchasing. So let's hop into the next question here. How do I grow my service business if I'm not a marketing expert? Right, so this is actually pretty simple. I think the first thing you should do is uh, kind of understand where you are. I think Gary Vaynerchuk has a great point here. Uh, regardless what you're doing, first thing you need to do is either go to Udemy, Udacity, or YouTube University is what I like to say, and understand what the fuck is going on. So before you hire anybody to run social media for you, you need to understand what's actually going on. You need to understand uh, what marketing is. Now, by no means, you're not going to become a marketing expert. To become a marketing expert, you have to put a lot of time solely into that. That's not the goal of a service business owner. It's to become better at what your service is, it's not to become a great marketer. So your goal should be to hey, you know, hop in there, hop into Facebook, take some tutorials, learn what a uh, cost per click is, or why you should use a cost per link click versus a cost per click, or why reach and impressions really don't matter versus, uh, the cost per click and a cost per lead. You see, you need to learn all of these things or so the importance of a cost or a, or a click, a link click through rate. Like all of these things are things that you need to understand and you don't have to become an expert. If I could learn these things that whenever I was 18 years old off YouTube, I'm 100% confident you could take some time and learn these things on your own. Um, and that's what I would first say, you know, don't, Don't just hand this off to somebody second nature because you're going to fail. They're going to take your money and they're not going to have success more than likely and you're going to be out several thousand dollars. So first step for you uh, is to go online, go to Facebook, go to YouTube, go to all these different things and learn about them. Learn what you need to do and to grow your actual business. Uh, you need to kind of understand, you need to build a sales funnel. So what I just said above, uh, what's an offer you could do? What, how can you get attention or what kind of offer can you make to make people give you their attention? That's really all it comes down to. And then after you get their attention and after you get their contact info, reach out to them, sales call. Uh, do a consultant, do an audit, whatever those things are, do those things. That's how you're going to get their attention. Um, Sometimes it might be doing something like this, you know, starting a podcast around what your specific thing is, but what regardless what it is, you need to find a way to reach the end consumer or reach your consumer in a way that's going to get their attention. Right? So that's, that's the first thing. First thing before you do anything else, learn how to use everything. So, Next best thing this is a little bit more of a complex Facebook ads question but how do I determine the right Facebook campaign type for my business so for you of for all of you guys who have actually ran a Facebook campaign you see a ton of different objectives or the type of campaigns you have conversion campaigns you have reach you have engagement you have app installs. You have tons of them with all kinds of different engagements. And it kind of comes down to, I think the first thing is your budget. So uh, this is my hack. So I'm about to give you a, a pretty big secret. So Facebook openly tells you when you're launching a campaign, This if you're launching a campaign, they want you to get 50 conversions within the first seven to 10 days. That is all you need to know. So, uh, the number one campaign I always recommend is a conversion campaign. So pretty much what Facebook does is during that time period. So you got to think about it. So let's say if you're running one campaign and you have four different audiences within that campaign, and then each audience has the same two ads. So each one of those campaigns, preferably ads needs to be able to get 50 conversions within the first seven to 10 days. Now that's going to cost a lot of money. You're looking at a cost per lead generally ranging from eight to $25, depending on your niche or your industry or your vertical. um, And you're going to have to spend potentially upwards of five to 10 K. That's what it's going to take to do it. Right. If you're going to do a conversion campaign, that's what it takes to get a successful campaign off. And what it's going to do is Facebook's going to pretty much look at all the individuals that are converting and look at what all they have in common. So Facebook has billions of data points that they could connect all these individuals between. I don't want to get into specifics because it gets a little creepy, but that's how they're determining the best bet. Now, if you don't have the money for a conversion campaign, the next best thing is to do a uh, probably drive traffic with link clicks. I'd say that's the best bet. Or sometimes if you're a local business and might be using something for engagement, to try got, drive some engagement, depending on what the circumstances. Now, honestly, your best bet's almost always going to be to do conversions. And I hate to say it, if you can't afford to spend $5,000, on a campaign, you need to save up and do that. I think it's a significantly better idea to save up and do spurts of five to 10K than to waste $500 at a time because you just can't utilize it to the full ability. I think that's just what you're gonna have to do. So that's how you determine the right campaign type for your business. Uh, Next question, what are some marketing tips to help maximize the success of a product launch? So, this will vary depending on the product launch you have. This person didn't specify what kind of product it is. But some marketing tips to maximize the success of it is, number one, determine the, the, the launch time you have. You know, Do you have four weeks? Do you have six weeks? Do you have two weeks? If you have a large build-out, I think a good example of this is um, this, there's a business called Tribe Hub or something similar along those lines. They launch their membership cor- course once a year and they have probably a six week lead up to the actual launch of that course. It might be a little bit longer. That's just when I got in the funnel. It's a six week lead up. And during that time, they're hitting you with a ton of content. Um, they're following up with you on Facebook ads, social media posts, um, and email marketing. So some marketing tips would be to first establish what is the deadline, right? The next thing is, you know, I think the first thing you should be focusing on is how can you get people into a free follow-up system? What I mean by a free follow-up system is either a Facebook messenger follow-up system or an email messenger or an email follow-up system. You know, that's the first part. So what's an offer you could use to get people to buy into your launch maybe it's uh for some e-commerce products it might be doing something like a kickstarter or something similar to that to where they can have an exclusive discount or something along those lines my first goal is get people in a funnel to where you can continue marketing to them i think that's the biggest factor because you're trying to kind of at this point pre-sale kind of like how movies pre-sale tickets you need to do what you can to pre-sale stuff that was some little super marketing Tactics you could use is to try to create some scarcity. Be like, listen, uh, we have 25 spots this month that we could fill. We cannot go over that. And so far, we have over 600 applications. So you need to get yours in now. We are only choosing to work with the best, of the best, right? So you could do something along those lines, right? Uh, next question is how online marketing is important to this person did a bad job wording out how important is online marketing to promote a blog? Online marketing is everything to promote a blog. Um, like just because you create a blog, even if it's on medium or some kind of social site, no one's going to come to it. That's just not like, I hate to say but the days of SEO is over, uh, You're not going to get a first rank blog, blog spot. It's just not going to happen unless you spend a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of money. So your best bet is to take those, the content that you're writing. And by the way, I think this is a great idea. I think this is a valuable idea. If you could still build a large, a large following, your best bet is to create, um, tons of pieces around what you're writing, you know, share those everywhere, uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, depending on who your audience is, uh, Quora, uh, Reddit, take a whole bunch of small pieces and share those. You know, lots of people would like to know what you have to offer and those things along those lines. So uh, it's incredibly important because if you're not doing that, you're not going to get any tra- uh, fraction or traction for people to start following you. One thing you might want to do is to look into getting some paid traffic. Now, paid traffic, you don't necessarily have to do a conversions campaign. You could do a traffic campaign where you're paying for cost per link clicks. Um, again, if you're going to run a campaign, never do it by reach or impressions or things along those lines. You can for retargeting, but that's something we can speak about another time. So next things, um, how do advertising agencies help a client or company and how who who can already leverage social media by themselves. Sorry, I'm coughing a little bit. So pretty much they're asking why would you use an advertising agency when you could just use it yourself? It is a great question. And one thing I like to combat that is, you know, the first thing you want to do is make sure you understand it yourself, right? After you understand it and after you have a baseline and understanding of what you're doing, next reason is you is your goal to become a better advertise your goal to get it to where you could do it yourself because you want to save that money or is the goal or would it be best allocation of time to push that out to somebody who would be a better expert right so that i mean that's one of the reasons why people hire advertising agencies so number one they don't have the money to hire somebody as a full-time employee you know because you have to pay for benefits and things along those lines uh uh, uh pay for God forbid they get pregnant or anything else along those lines. There's a lot of additional things that get in the way there for hiring an employee. Now, for yourself, if you're a small business, it's just you want to work with people who have more experience than you and that you could fire quickly and work on the next person. You could do it yourself, but I don't think it would be the best use of your time, right? I think the best use of your time would be focusing on your current clientele, focusing on closing sales. Focusing on handling leads once they're coming in and leave the lead generation and those creative services <clears throat> to help on the back end to somebody else. For example, if you're not a web designer, don't be trying to develop your website, leave it to somebody who knows what they're doing. Right? You want to get out of your own way there. So, moving on to the next question, I love this question actually. What is the cleverest ad campaign you've ever seen? I think right now, my favorite one, I'm a massive basketball fan, my number one hands down is the uh Hulu series that are going around right now. So what Hulu did is they reached out to a whole lot of basketball players. So Joel Embiid is one, Damian Lillard and Giannis UnderdeCumpo. Yeah. And Hulu so, has these commercials. Like one of them at Giannis, who's a massive guy. He has these uh they pretty much say their slides, they're like a sandals you can slide on. And then it just says Hulu now has live sports or Hulu has live sports. And the funny part around it is they're just joking about how he's going to wear him out in public and all of this stuff and how he has this money gun that's shooting money out. And it just it openly addresses how much money he's getting paid. And it, it's just really funny. It's really ironic. It actually makes you like Hulu. I just thought it was pretty funny. So that's definitely my most clever ad campaign. If you want to go look on it, just go look up Hulu commercials. They're hilarious. Next thing is, do you think Twix left or right ad campaigns as annoying as I do? If so, has it effectively caused you to stop eating Twix as it has me? Now, this dude's probably a dickhead. I'll be completely honest. Um, I don't, I mean, it's funny. You know, it draws attention. It gets people to kind of talk about a little bit, you know, when you're sitting. I think they did a good job, you know, if you're sitting there with your wife or your spouse or girlfriend or something or boyfriend and you're going through the checkout line in a grocery store and you see, you know, oh, which Twix do you like, left or right? it gets attention. Um, nothing too crazy. They, they did a good job because it gets you to think about it when you see them, but, um, nothing too crazy for me. Um, next question is, is content marketing hard? So, uh, I would say, uh, emphatic hell yes. So when we think about content marketing, we're talking about a variety of areas. So producing content, it's going to take a while before you get good at it. You're going to have to make a lot of content that people are never going to see, and it's going to take a while for people to really draw an interest. So, so the reason why it's hard is you're going to have to create blog posts, podcasts, social media content, a variety of things. The main reason it's going to be hard is because it's going to be time consuming, right? That's the biggest factor you're going to have to worry about. Let's go and hop on the next question here. What's one sales tactic you consistently use that has helped you close more deals? I think one thing you think about is uh, being willing to walk away. So let's say you know you've gone through using paid media and or advertising marketing, you've done all these things to get you get get these people on the phone call. Let's say so you get to the point to where you're telling them about how much it cost. Let's say you're telling somebody it's gonna cost eight thousand dollars, and that person says, "You know,, <gasps> I can't afford that. Like, okay, then maybe so and so like offer them a way out. I think that that's the first best step. Offer them a way out and tell them, you know what? Oh, man, that's no problem. You know what? Working with so-and-so might be a better deal. Actually, I think it is a better deal for you because I'm a premium service or, you know, this is just the way it is. Or, like, like, tell them, like, never back away, essentially. Always be willing to walk away, you know? you're not going to be willing to lower price or things like that because that's just not your business. I think that if you're willing to walk away, it creates a desire for you that they're not used to. Most people are used to being willing to, oh, well, so I I, I could push the salesperson around. If you're willing to walk away, it's going to change the dynamic completely. So if you implement that immediately, I promise you, you're going to see some pretty great stuff. You're going to notice them after you say, you know what, maybe this isn't the best deal. Maybe you should work with so-and-so over here. You're going to notice them coming over to you and they're going to be like, well, but what about this? What about this? And they're going to keep, if after you're trying to end the conversation, they're going to keep bringing things up and it introduces extremely interesting variation to where you're no longer chasing them. After they've talked about trying to walk away, they're going to start chasing you once you tell them, you know what? Maybe so-and-so is a better work. So I would say implement that. So this is a little bit more of a sales question coming up. Um, has cold calling as a skill been largely replaced by inbound marketing and automated sales funnels? I'd say yes completely, depending on where your business is, right? So if you're starting from nothing, cold calling is 100% still a great skill. It's the same thing as walking up to people in a gym. It's just a personal trainer and you know, trying to build a relationship with somebody from scratch. Now, inbound marketing is pretty much content marketing. You're creating content with the idea to try to get somebody's contact information to follow up with them in some sort of automatic, automated sales funnel to create a sell. That's pretty much all it is. So I'd say yes, for the most part. Um, there's still a lot of companies using cold calling <coughs> for outside salespeople, but it's not super popular. It's it's extremely expensive. So last question is, you know, what's better uh, for building sales funnels? ClickFunnels, Kartra, BuilderAll. Honestly, it doesn't matter. Um, I prefer lead pages and unbounce. Click funnels is just kind of a pain in the ass for me, but it's going to be nice because I want to get a, uh, an eight-figure plaque or whatever they're called. I think it'd be fun to have just for vanity metrics, but for the most part, it doesn't really matter that much. I prefer lead pages, to be honest, uh, or, or like I said, unbounce. are a little bit easier to work with. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. There's not one that's inherently better. Um, so that wraps up everything. So if you have any other questions or you want to ask some more things, feel free to reach out to me at Nathan Savage on Instagram, Twitter, or you can just email me at Nathan Savage at gmail.com. If you have anything else, I'd love to help you guys out. I will talk to you soon.